most parents and teachers, I think, would really like to know that their children could persevere through hardships if they, you know, if they so cho chose to. They would like to know that kids given the choice uh, would be able to push through um, struggles and obstacles so that they can get to the other side, wherever it is that they want to get to. We have to ask ourselves, what sorts of hardships do we want them to endure, to tackle? Um, that can be a little bit subjective. And then you have to decide which ones are you happy for them to ignore or avoid. Obviously, being human, we all want to avoid pain and hardships and difficulties, right? Um, I mean, as adults, that's what we, we do. We don't have anyone that we're uh, accountable in our private life. Um, and so we, we let things slide sometimes, you know, when no one is looking. But kids, they have a hard time letting things slide because they've got us as parents and teachers always keeping an eye on them, making decisions for them about the things that they should and shouldn't let slide. So I think one of the, one of the tricky things that we need to um, get our heads around is you know, making a decision uh, beforehand um, around that concept of what sorts of things it is that we want our children to really value in their life. And then if they can stick to those things, I think that would make it easier for us to decide what are those things in life that we can let slide. Um, you, you, you've heard before, you know, don't sweat the small stuff because it's all small stuff. I think that's a really um, useful, uh, useful uh, aphorism, uh, adage to think about, um, because it's true. Uh, we, we do so much in life that's really not that important. And when you boil, boil all those things down, uh, you have to really see whether those things are actually aligned with your values or not in the cold light of day. Some kids are more than happy to go through hardship if it means you know playing Tekken or Street Fighter for hours and hours until they reach the boss level at the end. <clears throat> Is that resilience? I suppose that you could call it a form of resilience. You know, they... They worked hard in order to get to the boss level. But is getting to the boss level in a video game that important? I think it is because it, show, it demonstrates that, you know, you're able to persist and persevere with something that is quite difficult in order to get to a place that you want to. So how do we, uh, how do we um, get the essence of that and apply it in in their life in other ways. I suppose that's the trick, isn't it? We always have to consider things in context, right? So we need to have some idea of the things we value in order to de determine whether something is worth pursuing or not. Uh, whether it's worth persevering with hardships in order to reach the prize, so to speak, the boss level. Is it really that important to get there? Why am I saying this? I think 
if we can determine early on the things that really matter and the things that don't, it means that we don't have to waste our energy persevering with the things that we don't have to persevere with because they don't matter. Life is short. Life is finite. We only have so much resource to expend, right? We only have so much uh, of ourselves that we can give to other people. So why don't we give it to the ones that we love? Resilience <clears throat> is not a character trait. It's a choice. Some, some kids have low levels of emotionality or intense, intensity of emotion as a character trait. Sometimes we, as adults, confuse that with resilience. Just because a kid doesn't show distress ostensibly in an obvious way, uh, you know, they might be uh, getting through the um, uh, lower levels of Street Fighter and not show any signs of being upset when they, when they don't get through. Are they showing resilience? Resilience? No, it just means that they just don't show a lot of emotion. Um, but they're, they're persisting, Devin. Is that not true? Persistent? Yeah, but they're persisting, but you don't see what their intention is. You don't know what they're actually, you know, you don't know, you can't see their motivations, their objectives. Um, so you can't say whether they're resilient or not because what they're trying to do might actually be quite easy for them. We say they're resilient as they simply go through the motions, doing tasks that we ask them to do because they might be super compliant or super skilled, and that's not resilience. Compare that to those emotionally sensitive kids who cry in distress at the drop of a hat, you know, literally sometimes. And they stop in their tracks mid-task to the frustration and chagrin of everyone, right? It annoys people. Oh man, they're so not resilient. Look at them, they're crying. You know, get over it, all that sort of mean stuff that adults and other kids say to kids who uh, may be emotionally sensitive. But then again, when you think about it, those emotionally sensitive kids, they're not running away from the situation. They're staying in spite of the pain. That is resilience. They are the hero. They are resilient. They stay in spite of pain. In spite of hardship, they stay. Yes, they cry. Yes, they have a meltdown. But they haven't run away. They stay put. That, to me, shows resilience. Whether someone demonstrates resilience or not depends on the context, their personal drives, their motivations, interests. And whether they persist in the pursuit of those interests in spite of hardship Think of those who go against the grain and don't follow the herd in spite of pressure to do so. They don't buckle because they are in pursuit of what they think is right. Perhaps you could confuse that with stubbornness, but again, context is important. What can we do to help our kids carry on momentum along their path? How do we help them not to lose Steam. How do we teach them to motivate themselves, keep going in spite of things making it difficult to do so? How do they keep going against the herd? Personally, I believe that starting the day 
with a personal mantra or a saying or affirmation sets your intent on something to strive for for the day. That's great practice and it will stand you in good stead as you go along in life. We should ask ourselves what we are grateful for in our lives and what we intend for in our lives. What's in our stream? You know, what's, <clears throat> what's in our power to change? We can't control the world, but we can control ourselves. We can move ourselves. Nothing in life that wasn't already given to us is free. We all have to wake up each morning and go after what we want. Of course, for some, those things don't seem very close or um, it's not obviously in reach, but you're not them. Count your blessings, the things that you do have. Leverage those things. If you don't know what those are, find them. Focus on your personal journey. Kids learn from watching us model this for them. You ask, how do we teach kids be resilient? How do they learn anything? They learn from watching, from watching the adults in their lives. Remember, I told you, resilience is not a character trait. It's a choice. So they have to learn how to be resilient from us. We have to show them. It's difficult to teach perseverance without models and real representations of what that looks like, what that feels like. And the best people to teach that is you. Parent, teacher, adult, you. If you're listening to this podcast, it's you. They have to see you deliberately and intentionally pursue the things that you want. Don't be afraid to share your journey with your families, with your children, your kids, your students. Tell them about the struggles that you've had and that it's okay to keep going in spite of obstacles, in spite of failing. Failure is the mother of success. We learn more from our failures than our success. If you keep succeeding in life, there's no point keeping going and getting on target, right? <clears throat> You've already arrived, so what's the point? There are some caveats. Don't make your kids want your dreams. Don't keep banging on and on about how tough life is. They'll find out for themselves. But you'll be there to support them. Don't freak them out with your stories of hardship unless you want them to form a complex. But didn't you just say you should tell them about your struggles? Yes, I did. But tell them the story of struggle, which is you're struggling, but you're determined to keep fighting in spite of that struggle. That's the story. Don't compare your kids to other kids. It's tempting, but don't do it. Give them some pragmatic, easy to follow steps to follow when difficult emotions bubble up at times of hardship. Help them develop that personal mantra. Self-talk is really powerful because no one sees you when you're by yourself. You only have yourself as company. 
So you might as well learn how to talk to yourself in a positive, powerful, engaging, helpful way. Teach them to focus on their prize. Tune into that. Tune out the noise. Teach them how to breathe with their diaphragm. Use analogy. My favorite is that seesaw analogy that I've talked about in the past. When you're trying to find balance in life, and we keep falling off the seesaw, get back on because eventually you find your equilibrium. But how do you find that equilibrium without that wobble? You need the struggle. Without struggle, we can't succeed. We can't find our balance without that struggle. So there you go, my friends. Some ideas to mull over in your minds this week about resilience and how to get resilience. I forgot to mention, the Practice of Empathic Discipline course has landed. It's an audio course for your convenience, for you busy mums and dads and teachers out there. It's ready. I want you to go and get it. You won't regret it. Go to huddlewisdom.com forward slash practice. And, and um, I want you to thrive. I, I think it's an, it's, it's an awesome course. It teaches you all the steps that you need in order to um, teach our kids to be disciplined. And you do that through empathic connection. And it strengthens your relationship with your kids. It empowers them. Makes them more connected to you, to themselves, to the world. Those are ingredients for success, my friend. I want you to thrive. Go get it. Go get it. Okay, that's enough from me. It's uh, Devin Tan here. I'm a psychiatrist and regular family guy. You've been listening to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. Uh, we've been talking about resilience this week. And um, I wish you all the best, and I'll see you next week.